All right, thank you for tuning in to um, Permission Granted. I've got a special guest of mine. I actually taught this young lady to drive. And he survived. I survived. And <laughs> anyway, this is the lovely Rebecca. And uh, we used to babysit her back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, just a cool story with that. Her, her parents are good friends of mine. We grew up doing ministry together. And um, they took off from our church, sent by the power of the Holy Spirit and the call of God, and they have done an awesome work in a foreign land. And so I'm pleased that Rebecca's here to tell her version of that, being a child growing up in that, what it was like. And so Rebecca, thanks for being with us. And uh, just maybe just tell us a little bit what it was like um, growing up in a missionary-minded home. What are some of your memories of that? Um, some of my earliest memories is walking around in a foreign country and... And how old were you when that... When you, what do you I remember? was three when we left wow. the States. And yeah. it just meeting a lot of different people, but also where we started out um, with a humanitarian business mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. organization. Endeavor, yeah. I was the only kid, so... At a young age, I learned how to help pack a container, how to <laughs> file papers, how to uh, put the letters in the correct um, pigeonholes. You were a part whatnot. of the team, huh? Definitely. Definitely. I was never excluded. I was always included. Yeah. Whatever ministry we were doing, I was there. There was always home, ho uh, home church, home groups in our house. And it was, I just live a part of it. and. Yeah. To me, that is normal. Yeah. Did you ever resent it? Did you ever feel like you'd wish you were back in another place? Or When I was young, we moved from one country to the next. She's so old now. And when when, I, was nine, <laughs> when yeah. I was nine, we changed countries. Uh, so when I was yeah. three, we left the States. When I was nine, we changed to another country. Right. And I went from being Miss Popular, Miss Social, right. to having to learn how to entertain myself and be right. by myself. So I did resent that part a little bit. Yeah. But We had language barrier and you oh, were, yeah. in the, were in the school system. Yeah, so language was... barrier. I was homeschooled, which is very different than going to school with all the other kids. Right. But I, I did resent it for a bit. But my parents being amazing, they asked me, if you are not happy still um, by in this X amount of time, we will give up the call and we will go back home to America. Wow. So I had this dilemma of deciding and having the deciding vote. And I'm like, I talked with Jesus and I'm like, uh -huh. I can't. I would be a horrible person if I was to keep my parents from fulfilling the call and all these people not knowing about you and they all go to hell. Like this is my nine-year-old minds going and wow. thinking, wow. I don't want people to go to hell because of me. So we stayed and I was there for nine, um, six, seven years, no, eight, eight years, eight years. Nine. I was nine, sorry, nine years. I was there for nine years before I graduated high school and my own journey began. <laughs> wow. So you're nine years old and your, your parents take a step of faith really and say, we want to honor 
your feelings mm. and you say you talk to Jesus as a nine-year-old. Do you remember that conversation? Very clearly, yeah. Can you tell us about it or is it personal? Oh, was like, there lightning and thunder? Was there earthquake? No, no it was just um, he asked, will you give this, give like the being social, having a lot of friends and your comforts um, up? Will you give it up for these people to know me? And I said, yes. Mm. Well, also, I didn't want to be a horrible person. All of them go to hell and I have to live with that guilt. <laughs> Good idea, Gabby. Oh, sorry. Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> we can edit the Gabby. Uh, yeah. And wow. Wow. kind of, he was also saying like... There's tears in the room right now, just so you guys know, listen to this. We never knew that yeah. conversation. Like, when, he, when he, he asks you to give something up, he will give back tenfold. Okay. And, yeah. He will. <laughs> wow. You got a lot of friends now, do you? Yes, and they're all close to my age. I grew <laughs> up with like, okay, I was like six, and then the closest people were like young adults when they were 18 or something. Yeah. But now I actually have friends that are closer to my age, like like eight years under, closer to my age. And it's been wonderful actually getting to know people that are my age. <laughs> So God met your desire yeah. exceedingly abundantly when you just simply said yes to him. Yes. Well, there you go. I'm done with this today. That's, that's so good. <laughs> that's amazing. No, I, want to hear I love that. it. That's really precious. Oh, Thanks for sharing that, Rebecca. It's the first time we've actually had your conversation with Jesus. We're so incredibly proud of you. Yeah, very good. I've always been proud of you, too. And I always have, too, Rebecca. Oh, what? You didn't know who the goose is. <laughs> no. This is Top Gun, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> okay, so. And who gave her the name Goose? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's a whole that, other story, that Forks. Me. That would be me. So, you're nine years old. You have this conversation with Jesus. You say yes to that. And then you're totally involved in the ministry. I mean, mm -hmm. I, was, I was there, uh, I always forget, half a dozen times watching you grow. I remember us leaving a meeting early and going to get an ice cream. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, but just being in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. And it, to me, it always, I've always felt like I was with family. Well, you guys were family to us anyway. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, you had built a family and everybody had their part to play. Mm -hmm. What are some of your memories of that family? What were you seeing happen there? I saw a lot of people um, being loved by my parents and where we were, um, parental affection it was never a lot of positive parental affection. It was always like in the culture we among were among the culture. You were among in, the yeah. culture, right? Those people experienced like negative parental affection, and it came with a lot of strings. But then my parents arrived, and it was just giving freely. And I'm like, I ended up with a bunch of brothers and sisters, and it was wonderful, especially being so young and you're. My my sister had arrived at that time, but still, just having so many older siblings look out for you and always being there to play or have fun in some sort of way, kind right. of like your kids were when we would come here. Right, right. So you you were what were some of the things you did when you were there? You remember? I know you worked. I with remember. The, you worked with kids there a lot. I we yeah. did we did. Uh, I would help uh, with organizing 
the games, organizing the prizes, as well as doing some translating for those who visited us from uh, the states or other countries who would come help out for a short term. And even like the simplest things, I grew up, I had lazy eye and there was this kid at the orphanage he had lazy eye too, but he was too scared to come out with his eye patch on because all the kids teased him. So I would end up wearing my eye patch to the orphanage and he would come out and he would play. And there'd just be two of us walking around with one eye. <laughs> A couple of pirates. Arr! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. And then uh, during uh, some ministry times, like I would go to the women's meeting with my mother. So when people are falling down, slain in the spirit, I'd be passing out blankets and <laughs> tissues and even being involved in it so far as uh, giving words and praying for people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Good memories there, huh? Oh, yeah. And she, can I interject? Sure. Goose, Goose or yeah, Rebecca. Yeah. What's your name? And Rebecca. She had a, she has a very prophetic unction, and she has dreams and visions, and uh, she were, paid a, pr played a crucial part in the ministry because she often had dreams and they were warning dreams, for us as a family as a ministry, oh, yeah. and she also had prophetic words for the people in that we met not only in the church but out the church. And she also taught. So she, she taught the word yeah. to the church. So you really got an education. Yep, I was surprised. Hands on. Hands As my on. mom told me, okay, you're teaching tonight. I'm like, wait, what? And then that's how I knew. I was doing the sermons. I was like, okay, fine. Well, I remember when I'd visit, I'd always hear, oh, he's upstairs reading the Bible. Rebecca is, yeah. Rebecca is upstairs <laughs> reading the Bible. <laughs> Okay, so Rebecca, uh, you go through this awesome experience, nine-year-old, you transition, you're ministering with your folks, and then you get the call to go with YWAM. Um, not actually. Okay. I wanted to go to university. I had no interest in being a missionary. I was like, okay, God, I did what you wanted. I am done. I am, it's my turn. It's my turn. It's time for what we want. Time for what Goose wants. <laughs> So, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca. Goose Rebecca. And I I did a short stint in university and then dropped dropped out. I wasn't it wasn't for me. Too big of change from homeschooling, close-knit family to being on my own and going to school with all these kids. Um so I ended up doing a DTS, which is an acronym for a discipleship training school through youth with a mission and what you learn in a discipleship training school is you learn about the character and nature of God you learn about intercession and um, evangelism and also like forgiveness the father heart of God and right. those similar topics and you do that for about three months you learn it in a classroom with a bunch of other kid, uh, students and then you have a three months outreach or um, missions trip to wherever and you're applying that to your life you're teaching it to others and how they can apply it it's it was not something i imagined i'd do but my <laughs> apparently my my grandparents they knew it was for me but they knew i wouldn't be 
wouldn't want it, wouldn't be listening to what anyone else had to say. Right. Um, oh yeah, and I was like, okay, God, what's next? And then He wanted me to do a art course, so something to do with art. Um, and I'm like, I do not want to go back to university to study art. So, um, so God was like, well, look up online and see what YWAM, that's short for Youth with a Mission, has right. with art. So I looked up, and they had a, art sc- a six-month art school in Australia, Perth. And that's how I went to Perth. Now, I had gone through a huge transition from from being home with my family to university and then from university to DTS. And my heart was searching for home, for a place to belong because mm-hmm. I was trying to find my own thing. I've I finally made my faith my my own and wasn't just mm-hmm. hanging on to the ride on my parents' uh, coattails coat like in their relationship with God. It's like finally making it my own, finally finally making the the missionary life my own, finally getting a personal passion for being oh, a missionary. I love that, personal and, passion. Yeah, because yeah, it's easy to kind of like catch, in, catch it from other people who are on fire, but when it's you're by yourself and you're, you're responsible for continually to kindle it and all that, it's very different and hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's how I arrived in Perth, and I... I was did it the, the fulfillment of because you gave up so much, mm-hmm. and you said earlier God has blessed you. Was this been part of the blessing? It has been part of the blessing. I got to be with a lot of young people my age. Even there's some people who are like a lot older than me. They were married. They had kids. Some people were single. Some people were dating. Right. Some were engaged. Right. But it was finally being able to. To spread my own wings and step out of my parents' uh, shadow in a way and just grow into my own. A word I remember being spoken over me is that, yes, you're going to be a missionary, but it's going to look very different from your parents. It's going to become your own and how your parents do missions isn't how necessarily how you would do. Yeah. Uh, you will do missions. So I, and that's been true, it's looked very different. My parents started up their own um, nonprofit organization and are under a leadership and elders. And me, I joined an organization and I'm already under existing, yeah. already existing, already has structure and leadership and all that. And I joined that. And well, it's long story short, I was 17 when I graduated high school. I was 18 when I did my DTS. I'm now 26, so I've been doing YOM in a missionary lifestyle for eight years now, if my math's correct. I'm horrible at math, so you can do it yourself. <laughs> oh. Sounds like all your life you've been doing missionary. <laughs> Since you were three, you hit yeah, the road. That's true. Even yeah. before I was born, uh, I was hoping to smuggle Bibles in, but that's another story. <laughs> so missions is all I've known my entire yeah, life. Yeah. and. I couldn't imagine a more interesting life than having missions. Awesome. I've I've been ruined for the normal. Normal is a they has their own things, yes, just, but it's a bit boring for me. Just just think you could have been a normal kid playing video games at home all day. Yeah, it's yeah. it doesn't Or you could travel the world and meet new friends and Yeah, get live to on know different cultures and Yeah. But yes, I've been 
in why I am doing, growing and maturing and coming into a, a leadership of my own and yes. like learning how to lead people, how to disciple, how to mentor people. And that's been really challenging because then I realized what bad habits, what faults do I have because I don't want to make a bunch of mini-me's. I want them to grow better than me. And wow. I was like, wow. oh, my goodness. It, it makes you grow when when you're just taking care of yourself and growing and maturing your faith. It's You're focusing on yourself. Making focusing your own decisions. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like, okay, this is good. But then once you realize how all of that really affects and starts to shape and when you're mentoring people it's like drats I, I gotta shape up some more i gotta get rid of this and that change this yeah <laughs> but it's it's a good experience and i still have a year commitment left but i know i'll probably be renewing my commitment to continue well, with ywam and awesome. i wouldn't be surprised if i'm still there till i'm 30 or over <laughs> Well, Rebecca, I'll just say this. I'm very proud of you as your official uncle. Yes. And I'm just standing amazed at this mature young woman in the Lord that you've become. And you're still you're still that little girl I remember, but yet you're a woman. So, mm. And you've grown up to be an awesome lady. God bless you. Thank you. All righty.